0: I'll get calls from customers, I'm sitting in the stand looking at the camera, and I see deer in front of the camera, and I'm not getting photos. So one of the things, the first things I do is I pull up their account, they give me their login information, I pull up their account and I look at the pictures that they have, and camera placement is so crucial and key. I can't speak for every camera manufacturer out there, but I can speak for hours, and uh, Optimal performance for for a game camera for the motion detector to work is five foot in the air with a slight tilt toward the ground, about a ten degree tilt. And there's dead zones in almost. Camel
1: boots on my. Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed?
0: Hey, Buck Grits, boys. You ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits? Buckgrits.com.
1: Buck Grits. Well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed?
0: Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino
2: acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head.
1: And it's going to help the and dough, I assume, too, after they have the fawns. That's right.
2: Keep the fawns
0: going and get them for the next crop.
1: Well, where can I get Buck Grits?
0: Buckgrits.com. You can get a sample, you can
1: order it directly from the website, and we're coming to a retailer near you. If you want to help a deer hurt, use Buck Grits. I've been on a big boy for a while. I can load him in the back of my truck. We can take it to a holler. Take it to a field. Across a creek of a big old hill. Yeah, right Wise Eye passed on down, deep in the ground. Wise-Eye presents, welcome to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. We have got a great show lined up for you this week. We've got special guests in the studio, Colton and Daryl Monk of Eye, And we're going to talk cameras. We're going to tell you the right way to set up a trail camera. Get the best use of it, aren't we, Wayne?
2: Yeah, that always sounds good because I'm I'm pretty good at setting up the wrong way for years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to talk right now, this first segment of the show, we're going to talk about current events. The current events, what about those Chiefs? They pulled it off, Wayne, Redbone, Colton, Daryl. They pulled it off. They barely pulled it off, but they pulled it off.
3: Well, yeah, I think that was one. I mean, when you're winning 27 to nothing at halftime, it's kind of hard to come back out in the second half and be very fired up. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it happens in high school, it happens in college, and it happens in the NFL. Most of those guys are, you know, still eligible to be in college anyway. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, they are. Uh, guys that come out early. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah, I mean, it, it gets to a point that you just cruise. Yeah. And then you yeah. try to crank it back up again, and it doesn't start. It didn't. You know, it's kind of it? like when you're racing lawnmowers. <laughs> you know? Man, the mower ran great in the heat race, but then I couldn't get it started for the actual race. (laughs) Stock cars are the same way. We ran great in the heat, finished 37th in the feature.
2: Yeah. I do like that. Uh, that Mahomes must have been watching some old Magic Johnson footage because <laughs> he, did cool. he did that. No he did that no look, that no look pass. I'm like, where did that? It's like, oh, he's been watching old Magic Johnson. He's been
1: watching something. He is, he have you noticed that
2: Colton and Daryl haven't
1: said anything because they're big Saints fans?
0: Well, that's okay.
2: We all have our defaults here.
0: That actually, we're Cincinnati Bengals fans.
1: Oh, that's Food. not good. All that's not good. They, they got to leave the studio. Only because, they got to leave the studio. A, he, Today's he,
3: program he, has been canceled.
0: <laughs> he did beat your guy. Just saying.
1: Hold oh, no, on three times. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, They've got our numbers, as Redbone would say. They've got our. He numbers. was
0: an LSU Tiger. That's Bert, all oh, I'm he saying. Was. Oh, he was that's that's an LSU Tiger.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Burrow has got our number. But
3: we'll see what happens when it counts when the AFC playoffs come around.
4: That's right.
3: Because I think we were just playing with them this last time.
4: Colton, <laughs> what do you got to say about it? I mean, they have Jamar Chase, too, right? So he played for LSU. So it's just like the 20, 2019 LSU team is on the Bengals. So I got to be a Bengals fan. That's right. Oh,
3: that's
0: right. man.
3: Yep. Yep. You're going
1: to eat peanut butter jelly
4: tonight.
3: Uh, yeah. well, the only thing I can say is you're sitting next to a Steeler fan and <laughs> – it's like the end of the world for Pittsburgh Steeler fans right now.
2: It, it is. This rebuilding, I I'm starting now I understand why Browns fans cried every year. Because they've rebuilt, they've been rebuilding for thirty years, you know. But uh um, hey Bengals beat us this year. We got I think we're playing one more time here coming up in a week or so. And uh, hey, we'll see what we can pull out. Um, our of course, our starting quarterback's out now. He had a concussion this yeah. last week. So, yeah. but I don't mind a rebuilding year as long as it's not a losing year. And Tomlin has yet to have a losing season since he's been there. So, yeah.
3: That was, that was, that was
1: quite a run quite
2: for Tom for
3: Tomlin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, l- l- let's talk high school basketball. High school basketball. A lot of great teams out there. Cape Girardeau area, man. They got a winning team and. uh you look towards Ava over in there. Mm-hmm. Good team.
3: Ava, Ava, Ava Lady Bears are what ranked number two right now in class three. Yep. Uh, I think it is somewhere somewhere there. They're near the top. <clears throat> West Plains Lady Zizzards, still ranked number one. Uh, still defending state champions. You got Charleston. You got Thayer Bobcats ranked number five in class three. You got Mansfield, uh, who is really good. Uh, and and Thayer and Mansfield are on a collision course, Alex, in the Kabul Holiday Tournament. They are. Thayer got the one seed. Mansfield got the two. Now there's a lot of basketball to play in a sixteen team round robin to get there. But they are headed toward a
1: showdown, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I just don't know what to say about the Liberty Eagles. I, I, I don't, we got so much talent. Uh, that's all I'm going to say.
3: Well, they played football for a long time, and and that <clears throat> and that makes the difference because four of the starters on the basketball team were football players. So they got to give a little bit of time here to get rid of the football legs and get their basketball legs under them. Be patient. Yeah, Thayer has dealt with that for a year. Now, this year we didn't make it to the playoffs, so the basketball team came out of the gate pretty fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well— Hats off to all the teams out there that's playing, whether winning or losing. We thank you for being listeners to our show, and we always try to bring great content, great subject matter, and try to be entertaining and uh, share knowledge with you all. So that's what we're doing without the show today. And again, I want to reiterate and repeat, we've got Colton Monk, and we've got Daryl Monk, with wise eye and we're going to talk about trail cameras and going to talk about late season hunting they've come to southern missouri to hunt with us here on the rutledge farm and our wise eye has been showing us some bucks uh, we've got a couple of hit list bucks that are coal bucks what i call coal bucks three and a half year old seven point <laughs> excuse me <coughs> seven point and a six point uh, that we want to let them shoot. If one of the big bucks come in, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, i have let them shoot a good one, long as it's mature. But uh, we've got a great show lined up for you again. And uh, Wayne, how's your house coming along? Let's talk about that real quick. You've got uh, a meeting coming up this Friday?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be tomorrow. We're recording on Thursday here. And um, hopefully our inspection for our foster adoption uh, goes through fine. I've been painting all night, all day yesterday, all night last night, and I got up early this morning, painting again, and I got the ceiling done, got walls when I get home. (laughs) But uh, man, we're gonna. You
1: wouldn't couldn't tell you're painting. You got it on your Oh, elbow. this
2: ain't even my paint pants. I couldn't even your wear elbow. them here. You got it on your elbow. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I have it on my head too. But that's why I got a hat because I stood he's, up. And
3: he's got I, it all in his beard.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I stood up on my kid's loft and hit my head on the freshly painted ceiling. So I'm wearing a hat right <laughs> Let's now. Let's see it. Show it to us. Let's see it. Let's see. I it. tried to wash it out. Let's see what we can see here. I don't know if it's still there or not on the ground. okay, no, 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 yeah. a little bit on the back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, wife told me she goes make sure you put a head on or go take a shower before you get up there. So, yeah.
1: have we got a recipe for the end of the show on the bonus segment this week, Red Bone? Do we? Yeah, sure. You come up with one. I'll have I a always a bonus segment, everybody. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go to a break here in a little bit. Here, we good for a break? Yep. All right, we're going to a break and we come back. We're going to talk with Wiseye. Colton and Daryl Monk. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this.
2: Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Ford, and you're hanging with
1: me and my good buddy, Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. Off the farm,
2: wishing on some love. I've been on a
1: big boy for a while, I could loading in the back of my truck. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day?
3: I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move.
1: Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise-Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise-Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera. On a camera. Now, WiseEyeTechnologies.com.
3: And how do I find out more information about these guys?
1: You go to WiseEyeSmartCam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye. A big old hill. Year after year. Got my Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Again, the buckets are still trickling a little bit of the rut. Uh, we're seeing rut activity on our Wise Eye cameras. we got some target bucks that we want to try to shoot this week. I've got good friends, Colt Monk, Daryl Monk, in the studio. And these guys are teaching me things that I still didn't know about Wise Eye, and they came in yesterday evening. Uh, Linda Bird fixed them a wonderful dinner. What did you have, gentlemen?
0: We had some of the best soup and best soup and uh, cobbler I've ever had. Blackberry, Blackberry cobbler,
1: cobbler. Mm. and it was delicious, yes, Wayne. Was. If you'd answered your phone uh, like I'm, you never I'm do, glad did, you could have had some and been with <laughs> us. Last I'm glad night. he didn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, Wayne was on a ladder <laughs> pan. Okay,
1: <laughs> but anyway, guys wise eye everybody knows the story of wise eye how wise eye was created and wise eye is one of the fastest growing trail camera companies out there and i think what really helps put the cameras over the top as many features is the quality of the photos uh, the hunt control and as you know and, and you guys if you listen to the show we harvested three mature bucks on 165 acres right there in less than 15 hours each in the hunts let's talk about some things simple things to help our listeners capture better photos, Daryl, what do you suggest? You know, you seen some of my cameras today. We drove my property, looked at my cameras, and I had them set, you know, four feet off the ground, and it was it didn't catch our vehicle the first time through, and I had it set wrong. Right. So what did, what was I doing wrong?
0: Yeah, one of the biggest problems we have. We get a lot of calls. You know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm missing a lot of photos. I'll get calls from customers. I'm sitting in the stand looking at the camera, and I see deer in front of the camera, and I'm not getting photos. So one of the things, the first things I do is I pull up their account. They give me their login information. I pull up their account, and I look at the pictures that they have, and camera placement is so crucial and key. I can't speak for every camera manufacturer out there, but I can speak for hours. Uh, Optimal performance for, for a game camera for the motion detector to work is five foot in the air, but a slight tilt toward the ground, about a 10-degree tilt. And there's dead zones in all motion detectors, okay? They come out in cones. So if you think of three separate cones, you have a top cone, a middle cone, and a bottom cone. And your sweet spot is the middle cone. So if you think about it, if your camera is too low and flat up against the tree, you could be shooting straight over the deer. And that seems to be the issue. And I'll pull up some pictures, and I see more sky than I do or treetops than I see the ground. And I ask mm-hmm. them, are you looking for birds? <laughs> are you looking for squirrels? Are you looking for deer? And, and that's key. And they like, like, well, I, I see your point. So they'll go and they'll tilt the camera and raise it up and get it more targeted to where you go. So think about it. If you put it flat up against a tree, you're going to get a lot of sky and treetops. So camera placement is so key and crucial for the motion detector to work.
1: Yeah, so, uh you agree with all that. I've got, now, tell everybody what you do with, with WiseEye.
4: Yeah, well, I um, answer a lot of phone calls. Uh, but in between calls, I run our social media accounts and uh, create content Uh, update our website features, uh, create videos, tutorial videos on our YouTube channel um, that everybody should probably go check out because uh, all the information, most of the information that people call about is available on our YouTube channel, on our website. That's good. Yeah, so I have it all made. You know, it's right there. It's a minute long. You could figure out how to format an SD card, how to properly set up a camera, uh, how to get hunt control connected to your smart cam so it's all there and that's pretty much what i do you
3: know this, this makes a lot of sense because I, I see a lot of trail cam pictures and you see <coughs> the deer and you see half their legs and then you see all the way up to the treetops and the sky and, and and that you know if you just stop and think about it people you need to be a little higher, and like you said, shooting down. And and I think people think, well, I need to be at the, the same height as the deer and shooting straight out. Well, then you're missing the effectiveness of at least two of the cones,
0: right? Right, absolutely.
3: Because you you'd be missing the effectiveness of the top cone absolutely. and the bottom cone. Yep. So you're only catching what's coming in that middle zone. So that makes a lot of sense when you stop and think about it. Yeah, and it's just like shooting video footage, and, and Alex knows that, you know, you always want to be higher than your subject and shooting down when you're shooting video. Same premise.
0: Yeah.
2: I want to have him look at my... i pulled up a picture of one of my cameras right now, so would you say that's too high or too low? Ignore the coyote. <laughs> Ignore the
0: coyote. Well, uh, what is your target? What, what are you shooting
2: at? Right here is where I'm...
0: And how far is that camera away from your target?
2: 35 yards.
0: Okay, that's probably a little bit too far. Okay. So uh, I guess a good uh for possibly you want to you want to be around uh maybe 20 yards is probably a good premise to to for your target like if you have a mineral lick or a, a you know a, a feed station or whatever your target spot is mm-hmm. about 20 yards so that's because you have a a motion range on these on these cameras for the motion detector to actually pick up, so you could be right on the verge of too far, especially if an animal comes beyond that to come up to that spot. Okay. So that's what I would recommend with yours, and if it's five foot with a slight tilt, you've got that. Um, looks like. So. Okay.
2: So like this one here, this one's this this tree right here is twenty yards. So that's this this camera's probably pretty good then. Yeah. What's your target here, the tree? Uh, yeah, the target would be the tree. That's twenty yards away. So anything walking, this is about five yards here. Twenty. That tree back there's about uh, almost thirty.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad placement there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Learn something every day. That's right.
3: Yeah, and I and I guess what's important to point out here that what you're talking about as far as this placement and and target is for the motion activation.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah,
3: because the photos are gonna. I mean, we've seen the photos. You see stuff out there hundred yards away. That's right. But but you're you're talking primarily about. To what is going motion. to detect motion right. and activate the camera?
0: And you got to understand, motion is not motion, it's heat displacement, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're displacing the heat in that area, not movement. Movement sure. obviously is heat, right? So yeah. that's basically, you know, you got to think of it that way.
4: Very cool. Mm-hmm. But you but, also got the like infrared lights that flash out there at nighttime. So if you consider camera placement with your infrared lights, you know that that's key too because if you have it angled up, your infrared lights are shooting in the sky. In if you the sky angled, yeah. that's true. Too down, you're hitting the grass in front, and you're not seeing what's back there. So that's also key of having it about five foot off the ground as well.
3: Very cool. Very cool. Learning something today, folks. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. We need to take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment.
0: Hey, everybody. This is Michael Watter with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors. Man.
1: Don't miss an episode. Hey, guys, it's food plot planting time here in the Ozarks and all across the country. What are you
2: planting this year, Wayne? I'm going to be putting some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover. You're gonna wait, put wait, some wait. Extra wait.
3: Clover in. What? Mortgage board? What is What? smorgasbord?
2: Man, it is a variety of annuals and perennials that'll get you through fall time, winter time, and all the way into spring. It's awesome. You want
1: to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Uh, eagleseed.com. And my
2: old pair of hunting foods
1: passed on
3: down. You know, Alex, there is a a company in the outdoors that wants to provide quality hunting gear at affordable prices for the everyday hunter.
1: Yes, there is, Redbone. It's Tide Wee. These guys are a blue-collar company. They make excellent products that's very affordable for everybody. And these guys want to help every outdoorsman live out
2: their passions in the outdoors. And to find out more about this company, just go to www.tidewee.com. That's T-I-D-E-W-E.com
1: around your heart so you never gotta worry what the eagle seed presents like that voice i like that eagle seed presents welcome back to american roots outdoors that's my radio voice
2: (laughs) (laughs) he goes all darth vader when he comes in the intro here
1: we got to have a little fun in the studio. If you just now joining us, man, we covered some great subject matter of how to correctly place your camera so it doesn't miss nothing, you know? And it's all about heat and the cone's perception.
0: Right. That's correct.
1: Yeah. So what we're going to talk about now, uh, we've we've figured out how to place our cameras correctly. Uh, what suggestions do you, Colton and Daryl, have for our listeners what subject matter should they look for to capture the best photos? Depending on the rut, depending on the time of the year, it could be food, it could be scrapes, it could be a rub line. What do you suggest right now? It's late season. We've got a lot of listeners out there. Uh, well, the it,
0: it, I guess <clears throat> it depends on the area. Our area, the rut is just starting. Okay. So we concentrate on our, our uh, food sources where the uh, does are. Because we're seeing a lot of activity in the food plots where the does are out there feeding, the the cameras are taking the photos of the does, and we can see the bucks in the background. Oh. So that's that's we're starting to see that activity because we're we're a lot further south and the rut is just now starting, um, and uh, we've got cameras on scrapes as well because scrape lines right now they're really working the scrape lines. We've actually we're actually seeing a lot of activity with the bucks starting now. Um, Colton has a rope hanging with uh, some scent on it, uh, you know, a rope hanging down, and we're seeing a lot of bucks come and check the rope and rub on it, and then we're getting a lot of activities on that as well. So that's kind of where we're getting our best photos right now with the rut. What well, yeah. do you suggest, Colton?
4: How- well, I was going to add to that that uh, the other the other evening I was hunting on a food plot, and, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a doe out there, but I also had another doe, on the other end of the food plot, they just walked through real quick, and you know the camera wasn't near that deer. And then right behind that doe was a was a buck, you know, chasing. And uh, I ended up missing that deer actually with my bow. um But yeah, another, n- another story. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have a camera at that spot, and so you got to consider like when you have a food plot, you know, the does aren't just necessarily going to go right to that food source; they're just passing through on the edges of the food plots or. Just on the inside of the woods as well, so uh, I, I have now a camera there. So, and I've gotten a few buck pictures since.
1: Yeah. I think something we should keep in mind is that just because we, just because we run uh, cameras doesn't mean we're going to capture every deer that's coming through. They've got to be in so many feet of the cameras to capture them. You know, like me, I I haven't found any target bucks, and that's why I haven't been bow hunting any of my places right now. But that doesn't mean they're not there.
0: That's correct. Because
1: they're not coming in front of that camera. So, you know, what I do is I go by my hunt control, and, and, and you shared something a while ago, and let's talk about that. And talk about Hunt Control real quick. Hunt Control is an app that you can download on your phone that collects data and tells you the best times to hunt that location where the cameras are located. So that being said, you said best times. You click on best times. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, we had this discussion earlier. Uh, you know, you have people that, that just don't get into the data. You know, our cameras collect data. And that and that's a it's an awesome feature with home control if you into that and there's so much there but even if you're not there's a button on there called best time and you can just hit that button best time and it'll pull in the best time which it takes all that data for you so don't you don't have to look at it. yeah you just uh pull up the best time button and it'll give you the We're best show time
1: how to do it. <clears throat> yep so we're going to it we're going to it right now. Uh if you're watching the live feeds and you're gonna show us how to do it.
0: Yeah, you just pull up your app here and you're gonna to go to uh your menu here and then if you look on here, um I don't have my glasses on, here. so this might be
1: I got bifocals on the bottom of it. <laughs> okay.
0: Let's see. Don't put this on there. Uh I can't even see out of this, Alex. <laughs> I can't even see that. Hold on. He's got young eyes. Colton's
1: got got good
4: eyes. eyes. I think what he's trying to show you is on the activity charts that it, it collects all the data from all your pictures. So you'll know, uh, the best time to hunt based off of like moon phases, barometric pressure, wind speed, temperature, all that. And it just takes all that data from your photos and says, this is the best time to hunt deer. This is the best time to hunt, uh, hogs. And then we also have that for turkeys, but, uh, there's no signal in here, apparently, because it's not loading. Nope. Uh, so
1: we can't show you right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: but uh, that's where that would be. It would be under the activity charts. Okay.
1: Let's see if I have signal in here. Yeah, and, and
3: uh, as always, it's not foolproof either. I mean, that's not saying that... Okay, it says best time is at 9.08 a.m., and that doesn't mean you go sit in your tree stand at 9.08, a deer is going to walk by. Right. But it's right. telling you the best opportunity you're going to have, probably, is at that time. Well,
0: it's the activity from your camera. Yeah. No words. It's like, okay, the you've seen. had more deer pictures in front of this particular camera during this time. Right. So the best time would be during this time, you know, whether it be sure. 6 to 9 or 5 to 9 or, you know, like our house, the best time is around— Three o'clock in the morning, so
1: <laughs> we get the most pictures yeah. in the middle. At least the people yeah. in the Ozark Hills
2: know
3: all about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honey, better charge the light.
0: The deer oh, only coming out at three o'clock got in the morning. He got it to pull up here if you wanted to show so,
1: Show them how to work it.
2: Tope. Mine also says the uh, best place to go is not my place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Alex's place.
2: <laughs> I, got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff coming in. <clears throat> Uh, right now, that's uh, just a lot of nocturnal right now. But one of the things that we talked about in another episode is how you can not have deer show up in your food plots. doesn't mean the deer aren't there. Right. That's why I always put a, a camera on the food plot and another camera about 15 yards in. And I, I, I got some examples I was going to show you guys after the show today. But where I have nothing in the food plot, but I got all kinds of activity 15 yards in right. coming in. So a lot of people yeah. you know, say, well, you, why do you have three cameras in the same area? That's why. Yeah,
4: I have the same situation, all three on one food plot or just inside the woods on a scrape and stuff. But here's the, uh, the activity chart. So you can actually, so you can filter each camera. So for this particular filter you have on um, camera one. Um, But, but if you go through each camera, you can see like the best time to hunt each camera. So if you're planning your hunt throughout the day, if you want to make a morning hunt, you choose which camera has the best activity in the morning and vice versa for the evening or whatever. And uh, you can do that for the future cast. So we have predictions. Uh, So you can look at next week. If I want to take a day off uh, vacation day, I could choose the best day to hunt based off of my photos. Wow. So it predicts the deer movement.
2: Notice he said vacation day and not calling sick. (laughs) That's because the boss is here. Yeah, I can't get away with that. I'm 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 kind of wondering what these
3: vacation days you speak of. Yeah, what is
4: that? Yeah, what is that? (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) All right, we need to go to break. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. We're
1: back in a minute. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Redbone, Wayne, have you heard about the 12-volt power packs? I've heard a little bit. Tell me more. Yeah, what it is, it's it's a battery that you can hook to your cell cameras, uh, even charge your cell phones. This company's become
2: really innovative, man. Yeah, I've got a couple of them myself, and they're so easy to use. My six year old helped me set them up in the woods on my Wise Eyes.
1: If you want to improve your battery life in your cell cameras, check out the 12 volt power packs. I'll have to do that. Do they have a, a website? Yes, it's jkroutdoors.com. Tide Wee presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. I just learned some things, Wayne Redbone from Colton and Harold that I didn't know. Daryl, Daryl, what did I say? Harold, Harold. I'm
3: sorry, He's my not mind's here. on Harold. My he mind's was, on Harold. I don't know why. He was thinking Christmas carols.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Heart to Harold, oh. Daryl, man, that's amazing. No, he was just. Your do mind we need was to do that rough. over? Do we need to do? No. <laughs> no it's real here at american roots it's live my mind yeah so so what did you learn Redbone? what did i learned is that i
3: need to get some more tight or some more uh, wise eye cameras yeah i mean that's that's the thing and and uh, uh looks like this coming year is going to be my year to expand and get back into hunting yeah. last couple of years i haven't due to some other things but uh, this is going to be my year so uh what i would like to ask you guys I mean, if somebody is just getting started, I said, you know, okay, you've convinced me I need to get some trail cameras. I want to use Eye. Where's the best place to start?
0: Well, the best place to start? I mean, as
3: far as your cameras go and and what's going to be best for me getting started?
0: Well, the best place to start is to buy one. Yeah, but which one am I going to buy? I knew
1: knew that answer was coming because he thinks it's a silly question in a sense, but it's not. No, which 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 camera? I mean, the mini or, would, or the big camera I to do
3: video with,
0: and everything. Oh, the mini for sure, because the 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 picture quality to me on the mini is is a lot better because it's not a total blackout camera. And if you're going to use it for uh, for hunting, mm-hmm. the uh, the, uh, the blackout kind of distorts the picture a little bit. Um, on the other camera, when you zoom. When you zoom. Yeah, so, it uh, well, the infrared, if you know anything about photography, you got to have light to get out and bounce off of your target, right? right? So the, the, the blackout has a, a very uh, tinted lens, uh, and it blacks out, so there's no light there, and the lights are black. But the Mini does not have that. They're, they're very fast infrared, which gets the light out, which makes the quality of the pictures just absolutely beautiful compared to the other ones. So that's where I would start. The Mini's a great little camera. Um, I, I definitely recommend you go in, like Colton said earlier, go to our website and watch all the, the YouTube videos on the knowledge base and the how-to and prepare yourself because they're really easy cameras. And if you just kind of educate yourself before you get the camera, it makes a world of difference and it'll save us a lot of trouble for you calling us. Of course, you could call us anytime. Mm-hmm. Our customer service there, and we love our customers. So you yes. call us anytime, and we will walk you through the steps. But it's the, but the, all the 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 knowledge base is there on our website. Read up on it, watch the videos, and it's pretty simple.
3: Yeah, so, sometimes for older people like me, uh, the thought of setting up a camera and getting an app on our phone and and trying to walk through all this is a bit overwhelming.
0: I, oh, I can I understand that.
1: Totally. I've got I've got a question here from Adam uh williams gunsmithing his question is what's the average life of the minis can they outlast? can they stay out all year long do you, do you believe in leaving i leave my cameras out year long and i want to encourage all of our listeners to use your cameras year long because we we'll oh, talk abso- about that oh
0: absolutely <clears throat> i mean uh i i definitely mm. encourage using them year round because you you think about it you go from hunting season goes right into turkey season Right after turkey season, uh, the uh, the antler growth are starting. You have fawns. The fawns fawns start dropping, and it's just a continuous year round thing that you can watch your wildlife. And, And not only that, you can swing them around and use them for security on your camps and watch your gates and your front doors. And I mean, it's just so much use for cameras.
1: You can actually say you got a farm, and, and I just it just hit me. You got a farm. You can you can actually set it up on the like I say there's only one water source on your farm to keep an eye on your cattle. The cattle farmers sure
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, watch your horses, horses, hogs, what whatever it is. I mean your farm animals. You know, security. I encourage everybody to use them for security. Yeah. If you if you're going for, on a vacation or something, you don't can't afford the, the high dollar security systems out there buy you some wise eyes set them up man you get the pictures in five to 30 seconds and i use mine on my county road there i know who goes up and down the county road any given time you see me over there the other day yeah i did no, you, you had a thong <laughs> on so it didn't look pretty all
3: right so here so here's my question somebody <clears throat> says you know what i don't want to put out trail, trail cameras because i hunt on public land and they just get stolen
0: uh, we hear that a lot. I mean, we have a lot of customers that do, um, and there, there's ways that we there's uh, we're coming out with a security box for the mini. Uh, there is a security box for the other camera. Okay. Um, However,
1: they, it's got GPS tracking. The other one does. Let them stay right. your camera. That's you correct. You and the law go get it once they turn it back on.
0: That's correct. Uh, the built-in oh. GPS, so we'll keep that. Uh, you can lock it. I mean, there's uh, those uh, cables. They they have holes in them for the cables, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people on private land, uh, public land. Rather they'll they'll go up and put them up at least ten foot or higher, and you know to just get them out the way. And you got to remember, camera placement is key. So if you're going to go up ten foot, you got to have more of a tilt on it. That's right. Yeah,
3: and, and the important thing, and what I was hoping we'll was, talk about would be the GPS because that camera can be
1: tracked if it is stolen.
3: I, that's a camp. great feature.
1: Yeah. Smart camera, not All the right. mini, but the smart camera. Smart camera. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. We're running short on time here. We just got a couple of minutes left, but uh, I think we've covered some great subject matter. What's in store for 2023 for Wise Eye?
0: Well, I know you can't tell us everything. I, w- uh, I I can tell you about the new app coming out. Uh, it will be available probably the first of the year. Um, it's uh, it's going to come out. It's it's awesome. Uh, what we're going to do is leave the old app there for you and let you – you can download the new app and play with it. And, and we just don't want to just throw the new app in front of people. So you'll have both apps available for you, um, and, the, and it's, it's just a great, great platform. Uh, uh, we've been using it. Colton uses it every day. Uh, he uses both apps. Um, we, we've been testing the heck out of it. So that's something new that's coming. Uh, the other things that's coming, uh, we can't say yet. Hmm. Um, it's uh, we we are keeping that under wraps. Um, but it's some great stuff coming. Uh, we're very innovative. We're a technology company, and if you know how technology works, uh, as soon as you buy a computer, walk out the store with it, it's outdated. So yeah. we're constantly updating and being we, innovative. We've got some great always thing. evolving. That's right. We got some great stuff coming.
3: Yeah, you, know, you mentioned something earlier. Uh, that i wanted to ask about it and and because i think this is really cool for the people that just like to deer hunt not a turkey hunter don't care about all those stuff i just deer hunt the data that is collected that for the hunter who really likes to dig into that stuff that's got to be a way i mean to pass time in the winter january february or even in the summertime studying the data and really getting really deep into their hunt that's got to be super interesting for those guys
1: i got something to say you can use Wise Eyes to help find shed antlers, too. Think about it. Yep. You can monitor the deer, say, over a food source, and they go to shedding. you know at 5.05 he's still carrying the antlers. He comes back the next day, the antlers are gone. He's got to be lost his antlers within that area there. And say 5.05, he he had his antlers in 5.25, he comes back, and it's gone. You know it's got to be there close.
0: Yeah, that's true. Good point.
1: Yeah, Good stuff. Great subject matter. It's always great to have you guys. We are very honored to be working with Eye, And uh, you guys, have, and finally getting to meet you in person and getting to spend time with you, uh, is priceless. You know, Linda fixed a great dinner. We had uh, yep. homemade vegetable beef soup. And she made a cobbler for these guys. And tonight she got a surprise for you. She's going to cook nice dinners for you. And tomorrow night we're going to go eat at Red Beards. I'm going to take you guys to Red Beards to eat. Show you some great seafood and fried catfish and ribeye, whatever. Looking forward. And, to and it. Saturday night we're going to cook hog suckers, Wayne Redbone. <laughs> Brandon Molly my neighbor. He's gonna go kill them ass and fry them up for him. They've never had it. But anyway, thank you for being. Well, well,
3: well, well, wait wait wait! Well, uh,
1: <laughs> he wants
3: to come and eat. I, I come on! I, I didn't hear anybody say what time yeah. we were having hog sucker. You need to be there at
1: seven seven thirty. Yeah, I, I got a basketball game. I can't. Well, do that. you're welcome to come. I know. And Wayne, I hope you get to make it.
3: I got one joke for you. Uh yes, a joke. we get into Christmas season. We can't forget the bonus
1: segment after what, this. Too. What
3: do you call an elf that won the lottery?
1: Elf rich. No, wealthy. Wealthy. <laughs> Dumb joke, whatever it is, but it's funny. Again, thank you all for listening. Go to www.wiseitech.com. You can learn more information about Wise Eye. Also, in our area, listing areas, uh, some of the dealers that's carrying Wise Eye is Monty's Outdoors and Hirsch Farm and Feed, and there's others that we haven't listed that's in the Southern Missouri Northern Arkansas. But if you want to become a dealer, get a hold of them, too. Guys, thanks for being in the studio, and remember Uh, this. Remember what I'm going to say right here. You ready for this? Ready. Remember
2: this. When your roots run deep and strong.
3: There's no reason to
1: fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do, American
3: for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Accurate, deadly, dependable, Hornady Ammunition. From a two man operation in 1949 to a world leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady. Each piece is hand inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly. Simply put, the best. Hornady ammunition. Find Hornady ammunition at a retailer near you and at
1: hornady.com. Buck Grits presents welcome back to america roots outdoors this is our bonus segment if you're listening to this you're on your favorite podcast carrier we've got daryl and colton monk in the studio and wayne take it away buddy
2: yeah if you're listening to this again you are on the podcast we appreciate that if you missed any of the radio show and you wanted to catch it in, in its entirety uh, you picked the right place to do it, uh, so you can go back for the last three years and check everything out. Make sure you leave us a review. We always pick winners every few weeks out of the reviews. Make sure you leave your full name and state you're from, so we can get a hold of you via Facebook. Um, when we, during the radio show, we talked about you know best way to set up your camera. We talked a little bit about hunt control, and that one of the things that I'd like to bring up is, and I ran into this problem today, right before I came here, and the stuff's in my truck, and that is. For the last two days, I wasn't getting pictures, which I thought was kind of weird because I was getting doe pictures and doe pictures all the time. But then all of a sudden, it just stopped. And I'm like, well, I know the does have uh, have gone, you know, quiet in my area, and I've got more coyote pictures. I thought maybe that's the problem. So today I was like, ah, I better go out and just check. Here, what had happened is a limb had fell down because I use those, uh, the 12-volt battery packs mm-hmm. on my camera. A limb fell down and was laying across my battery pack and snapped my wire off. And I did not have double A's as a backup. I just strictly was running off my my 12-volt. So that explained why I wasn't getting any pictures. But what are some of the other common things that you hear people talk about as far as, uh, you know, keeping maintenance on your cameras to make sure that – I mean, what the biggest advantage of the Wise Eye is you don't have to go in and check your camera right. to pull SD cards. The greatest thing there is about that. But what are some of the things that you find to be very common that people are finding that, hey – I'm having problems, and it ends up being something that's either animal-related or, you know, error.
0: Yeah, it, uh, we get that call a lot. You know, they'll, uh, customers call us, uh, um, and they'll say, I haven't got any pictures in three days or four days or a week, and I know I've got activity there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we do what we can on our end to look, and we can tell if the, if the camera hasn't checked in. And uh, one of the first things was said, I said, you've lost power. Now, either your batteries have gone down or if you're on an external power source like you are, the the cord, an animal has pulled it out or a limb has fell on it or something like that has happened. And that's usually the case, right? So that is a very, very common thing. But as far as mistakes, uh, 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 another mistake is if they don't have power, sometimes the customer just forgot to turn the camera on. (laughs) And you question it. I hear laughter. It must have happened before. Uh, but, but that's a common mistake. Um, I, and I can understand that. I, I've done it. You know, uh, my brother done it, has done it out in West Texas and literally has gone hours away from it for it dawned on him that he forgot to turn it on. So those things happen. Um, luckily now for the mini camera, uh, we've taken that out of the equation. If you forget to turn it on, it will turn on automatically from the setup mode. So if you're taking a test pic. So we've tried to uh help people like us fix that issue yeah. with the mini camera. So that's a great feature. Yeah, I just
3: didn't um, say a remote turn on would be a really cool thing.
0: Well, it would be, but that's kind of impossibility because if it don't have power it can't get the signal to gotcha. turn on. So yeah. yeah, that that would be a, that would be a good one, but um those are probably uh, a lot of the two common mistakes um, and not looking at your signal before you leave. I, I'm not going to say our cameras don't work everywhere, but they do work in probably most places around the United States. And if you don't look at the signal and, t- and take a test picture, I ask them, did you take a test picture before you left? Um, and they'll say, no. How do you do that? Again, it goes back to those watching all those videos in, in educating yourself before you use our cameras, because we want you to be successful. Yeah. And to be successful, you know, we yeah, that's some of the thing is our knowledge base on our website.
2: Yeah, no, like for me, I have uh, both the the uh, the wise eye, the regular one, and then of course the mini. But the mini, being the fact that it only has the one antenna. I'm limited where I have my camera set up where I can use a mini because I have down in the hollers and that where I'm at, I have no signal unless I have the the dual antenna camera um, because I know like I talked to Colton and I'm like I wanted to order another camera and I told him which one I was ordering. He's like, oh dude, no, you got to go stay with the mini, stay with the mini. Right, right. You know that's, that's yeah. where that's where the money is. You know that's where the, the 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 money picks are because the the clarity is just unbelievable. But if you have no signal, it does you no good to have that camera. And uh, so, is there a way that people can test to find out if they have a signal in that area where they want to put a camera and which camera would be best for them?
0: Yeah, we. you could download an app
2: to your
4: –
0: Colton, you want to do this one?
4: Yeah, let Colton do this
2: one. Sharing the time. I like that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's an app that uh, we kind of recommend users get whenever they're out in the field. You can download the app. It's called Open Signal, and you can uh, – it connects – your phone or searches for tower nearby towers so you can see if Verizon's best in your area or AT and T. And uh those are the two carriers we have for the cameras. And uh you can see whether or not you want to choose a Verizon model or AT and T, depending on which tower's closest and whatnot. It doesn't matter what phone carrier you have or plan with. I mean, you could have T Mobile uh or anything like that. So uh the cameras will still send to your phone. It's just like texting somebody with another carrier.
2: Right.
3: All right, so maybe this is an obvious question, and I maybe you should know the answer to this, but I don't, so I'm going to ask you. <clears throat> maybe your your camera is not in a place where it's getting a signal. Is it still going to be taking photos and gathering data, and then when I get it into an area where there is signal, then that yeah. stuff's all going to download?
4: Well, it'll save to the SD card, so okay, uh, all yeah. the pictures will, you know, it'll time out. You, you may have a longer delay in between pictures because mm-hmm. it's trying to send. If it gives up sending, that. That pictures just stores to the SD card, so yeah, I mean, you can still go pull the car just like a traditional tra- okay. trail camera, and then upload the data to hunt control if you wanted, you know, wanted to do it that way. But uh, ideally, you'd you'd like to get some signal on it.
3: Yeah, sure, and I understand that. But there may be some people say, "I know I'm not going to get any signal where I'm going to put this right. camera," but to know that you can go and it's still going to collect mm-hmm. data and it's still going to store those pictures, mm-hmm. big deal. That's right.
2: right. Is there any thought about having the ability to with the app? of saying, hey, I want to take a picture now and just click it and have it take a picture.
0: Yes, we actually are doing that now. Um, and I think, I don't want to overstep my thinking here, but I think within the next couple of weeks, that will be available to everyone. We've actually, of course, Colton's the big tester on that. He's, he has that capability and, uh, Some of us have the capability. We do that now.
2: Because that seems like that would be the best way to find out whether or not your batteries are dead or, in my case, a tree branch pulled it out of the camera, you know, is if I can do a a test shot and all of a sudden my test shot ain't working, then I know something definitely is wrong.
0: And I'll tell you another good feature on there that people do not utilize on the smart cam, and uh, I think uh, it's going to be available on the mini Um, uh, is time lapse available on the mini with the new? Yeah. So the new update. So, um, is time lapse? Uh, I have a camp that is four hours away from me Mm -hmm. and I have a camera focused on my front door and I don't have a whole lot of motion there. So if I didn't have time lapse, I don't, I wouldn't know if it, if it was working or not. Right. So I have a picture every 12 hours comes to me. So you can set that time lapse for every minute if you want every 30 seconds every hour every 24 hours i have mine set for every 12 hours every 12 hours i get a picture of my front door of the camp and i know the camera's working and i can see my camp everything's good
2: oh so time lapse is an
0: awesome option um and that lets you know your camera's working your battery's still plugged up yeah and you still have signal very
3: cool by the way, we're about out of time here. In the, in the bonus, do, do we want to do a, a quick recipe? I
2: was going to ask these guys to share a, uh, a Louisiana recipe. That'd be cool. How do you guys like your anything? Gear? Well, I, I we we have. <laughs> oh boy! Colton See, there's, he just showed his age right there. He like, I don't cook. Yeah, I just <laughs> let. Typical I
0: just let my mama say it's time to eat. That's that's what he does. Um.
3: <laughs> well, and he's named after a, a very famous chain of steakhouse.
0: Colton. Colton's Colton's. That's up and around this area. Yeah, absolutely. You In think you at least
3: know how to make a steak. <laughs> that's right, that's right.
0: Uh, well, I I guess uh, uh I don't really know the recipe, but last Monday night we had a Christmas party, uh Eye Christmas party, and uh our tech guy made armadillo eggs. Oh
3: yeah. One and
0: of my favorites. They were delicious, and I do not know the recipe on that. But I know deer meat, cheese, and jalapeno peppers, and mm-hmm. was all, bacon. Mm-hmm. It was involved, and yeah. it, and it was delicious. Yeah, I do those with with pork sausage.
3: Okay, take the jalapeno, cut it in half, take the seeds out, fill it with cream cheese. Yep, wrap that in Jimmy Dean's hot breakfast sausage, and wrap that in bacon, and pop that on the grill and let it cook. Oh, one of my favorite things in the world.
0: Well, he did that with backstrap i bet that was really good oh yes sir yes really sir good. so we had armadillo backstrap eggs <clears throat> so
3: you there got you. anything wayne
2: nope no <laughs> and the only thing wayne's on wayne's mind right now is painting well i'm going to give you one
3: <laughs> real quick one for making tender absolutely fantastic pork steaks and and i can't claim that this is my recipe because i learned this uh from the guy a guy by the name of strawberry who operates Strawberries Restaurant in Holcomb, Missouri. These people are world famous for their pork steaks. And here's what you do. You get you a big old thick pork steak. And and you want these things thick because we're going to cook them on a smoker. Mm -hmm. And you soak those in Italian dressing for four hours in the refrigerator. Drain them off, stick them in your smoker, and smoke those at about between 250 and 300 degrees for about two and a half or three hours pull them off, and then get you some strawberry seasoning and put that on. I myself, and I love the strawberry seasoning too. I love the rendezvous seasoning more from rendezvous uh, down to Memphis. I use the rendezvous seasoning on that. You can cut them with a fork. They are absolutely fantastic. So the key to great pork steaks in the smoker is to soak those babies in Italian dressing for about four hours before you cook them.
2: That's a good tip.
3: There you go. That's all
4: I got.
2: Well, I would like to thank everybody for uh listening to us on the podcast here and, and the bonus segment and hope you enjoyed it. And uh again, make sure you leave a review and uh Alex closing we'll
1: words wise t shirt.
2: Let's do that. Yeah. You go to our uh podcast page on and Facebook. Decal. And uh again it's just American Roots Outdoors Podcast on Facebook and we'll uh we'll hold some kind of a contest on there this week and get a, a t shirt and a decal out there to some lucky winner here
1: there you go everybody you guys done a wonderful job again thank you for coming here Uh, and uh since you are a Bengals fan you are eating peanut butter and jelly and you're only (laughs) going to get a shoot of dough at my farm (laughs) no i'm joking hey thank you again for listening everybody and remember
2: when your roots run deep and strong
1: there's no reason to fear the wind